Two-plus years ago, I deemed the Shoppers Drug Mart here in town to be my personal last bastion to find a hands-on hard copy of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. The possibilities were drying up. Along my wrestling travels, I would search out convenience stores in hopes they would carry PWI. When little did I know, Shoppers Drug Mart, no more than five minutes from my home, carried it. A couple Fridays ago, I went to Shoppers Drug Mart. There was no new issue of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. However, the old issue was still there. I'm sure many of you know and relate to the process. There is a digital release, there is a subscriber's release, there is a hard copy release. I have not taken the time to learn what is when. I simply go on the fact that if the old copy is still there, the new one is not. This past Friday, I went to Shoppers Drug Mart. There was not a new issue of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. However, there was no old issue on the shelf either. The magazine lady was putting out the new magazines, so I politely asked her if she had the new Pro Wrestling Illustrated. She looked at her list and said, no. She told me to wait where I was and walked away. She came back with a binder and told me that Shoppers Drug Mart was no longer selling the magazine. I asked why. She said, no one buys it. I said, well, I've bought every issue for the past two plus years from this store. She said, well, then you're the only one, and your purchase is not worth it to the store. I knew what she meant. There is only so many 8.5 by 11 inch spaces on the magazine rack. Each of those 8.5 by 11s need to make as much money as possible. If they make one commission off of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, but can make 10 commissions off of Quilter's Helper, then the Quilters won this round. This rant is not faulting Shoppers Drug Mart for telling me that my purchase is not worth it. Although that did kind of sting, and maybe that lady should think of a more tactful way to put it. My rant is that several years ago, the wrestling community declared print media dead. I'm happy to say that they were wrong several years ago. I'm afraid they might be right now. From pillar to post and coast to coast. This is a one-man gang. You're listening to a book. Hey, do you watch wrestling? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time! Some of you might be saying, Matt, how can you continue as if nothing has happened? Johnny Lush is on the show today. Johnny is a man who went through several different identities. More on that this week. Johnny is someone who I traveled with and hung out with and had some good times with. 
More on that this week. Johnny is a man who took some ribbing, good-natured and otherwise, about proposing to his valet sublime. More on that this week. Johnny is a man who, unfortunately, has some issues with his son, Jay Reynolds, who is a past guest on this show. More on that this week. Today, ladies and gentlemen, I wish to introduce to you the big unit, Johnny Luscious. What in yeah, the a lot bl- less hair like you? <laughs> What's that? Said as much hair as you. <laughs> yeah, as much hair as well. I got a hat on, so you know it takes the glare off. You still off, have hair? <laughs> I, well, no, not much, not much. <laughs> trust me. I, I would, I'd have to take the headphones off, and that's that's a chore, and I don't feel like doing a chore. So what 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 the hell's this behind you? What do you mean? What the hell's this behind? It's me. It, I know it's you. It's it's the J- Johnny Luscious. Is is this the big unit Johnny Luscious behind you? It's it's the only it's the only promo photo that I have. To the, be honest with you. Oh, okay. This is the yeah. only one they. This is the only one anybody ever did. Uh, it's the only one I let anybody do. To be honest. Oh, okay. So who did this? Because one? um, yeah. Since we're on that subject. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All well, right. I mean, let's, let's get started. Let's just get in here. Why not? <laughs> no, yeah. honestly, um, I want to say that the gimmick is not my idea. To start off with. Okay. Uh, like everybody else, I was asked to come up with a name. Uh, I came up with something, and it was uh, it was shot down. It was shot down like everybody else. Well, it depends what you talk to, but most people got shot down pretty quickly. Um, mine got shot down, and I had to rework it a bit. Uh, I mean, uh, the first iteration was provided to me by my friends at, uh, at, at uh, I guess, an IT or a... Um, internet provider company we'll say that okay <laughs> so my colleagues came up uh, a friend of mine or one of my colleagues had uh had uh, made a, a picture of me or uh, what's that the name for those pictures they make the the weird they, they kind of make you look funny you know when somebody draws you they a car- oh a like a caricature caricature okay yeah yeah sorry the words are not coming to me for some reason right now. not a problem but he had uh yeah and uh when i looked at the picture i looked back and saw a 70s porn star. I won't tell you who it is just yet. I'll let you try and guess who could be. Oh, I know who it is, and I'm not a porn guy. And I'm not saying that because, you know, oh, I, I can't come out public. I'm not a porn guy at all. But the, I think the guy you're talking about is like Mr. Porn. Um, and I, uh, uh, I, I, and I'm, I'm rambling on because his name is kind of like on the tip of my tongue, but I can see the guy. He's been in uh, the news recently, I think. Oh, or has pretty he? Pretty recently. Okay, well, well, I haven't heard that, but oh, he's had um, some accusations. Ron, Ron Jeremy. Yeah, you got. <laughs> I don't know why that came into my head. As I said, I'm not a porn guy, but yeah, looking. To, yeah, no, it's Ron Jeremy. As soon as you said that, it looks like a '70s porn star. I won't tell you who it is. And then I looked at the picture behind you, and I'm like, it's Ron Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, that's what they came up with. They came up with Ron. Oh, that's Ron Jeremy. They came up with Long Jeremy. They came up with a whole bunch of different names for it uh but let me uh, let me tell you the gimmick is not all mine 99 percent not mine okay it, who, who's, uh, whose is it dave's dave's and jose i think came up with the the idea of making fun with uh, of a certain uh individual that will rename nameless at this time oh, okay yeah so the whole point of this gimmick was to more or less pay him pay this individual back for things he had done uh, for me, it's like I'm gonna wrestle. I'm gonna be in the ring. I'm gonna have a match. Uh, I couldn't care less if I was Cookie Monster, to be honest with you. 
You know what I mean? Like, well, no, and it and it's funny you say that because you do go through several iterations, uh, several different gimmicks for good reasons. Well, yeah, and I'm sure we'll get to that. Yeah, but we're not talking like normal, like you know, trunks and some boots gimmicks. Like, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Let's let's start at the beginning, or at the very least. The, well, let's let's get let's go even further back than the, the beginning between you and I, uh, because you were in the, the UWA or Battleground Academy before I was. Yep. So was. where do you start? How do you find Battleground Academy? That's uh, you know, that's funny. You should ask that um, a friend of mine. I don't remember if you were. I think his wrestling name was Axel William. Yeah. Big, big man. Big, big man. Big, Axel big Williams. Guy. And he yep. was the UWA champion. Correct. So he's a very good friend of mine and a very good friend of mine and an ex coworker. So he left, he left where we were working to pursue a wrestling career. Okay. Of course, everybody at the jobs laughing at him going, what are you going to do? You know, what are you talking about and stuff? Um, I took him seriously because I know he was as serious as I was about the business. He left. And when he came back, I said, dude, like, you know, I saw him a couple of times. I think I saw him at uh, one of the original shows, uh, super x shows that dave had uh, i can't remember the year it's been so long now but i remember seeing axel wrestling and i'm like holy jesus you know like he did it like he did what he said he's gonna do that's awesome yeah i started talking with him and i said dude like how did you get in i said listen he says it's not gonna be easy for you don't don't kid yourself you need you need to get in touch with dave you need to talk to dave you need to, you'll probably need to sell a boatload of tickets. I'm like, boatload of tickets. I work for this company and there's like a boatload of people. I love wrestling. How easy can that be? Mm-hmm. Um, so to make that a little shorter than, you know, a shorter story, uh, got in touch with him. I said, listen, uh, you know, we, we both know Axel. He suggested I contact you. I'm looking to go to one of your shows that you can have on Uplands. I think it was the Uplands Community Center back in the day. That was a long freaking time ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he said, yeah, sure. I said, he said, I'll come by. I'll swing by. And uh, he came to the hall location I was working at. And uh, I came outside. He was driving, I think, his his SUV at the time. Beater, of course. You know, you know, Dave. And first time I met him, I was so, I was, I was, flabbergasted by the guy you know he looked at me he gave me a bunch of tickets i ended up selling like a boatload of them i can't remember like close to 100 tickets for him okay for that little tiny show that little tiny show at that venue yeah and uh we get we started talking while i was outside and he says listen obviously you're not gonna make it you're not gonna be big you're not gonna but if you're willing to pay i'm willing to train you know i i got the same speech everybody did uh, a bit differently. I got it from, you know, I got it at first, first hand, the first day I met him, he basically said, listen, I'm going to do what I can with you. So yeah. that's how I got started uh, at battleground Academy. Uh, geez, that was a while back, 2004, 2005. Okay. So, so you, uh, you go to battleground Academy. Um, now why, why did Dave tell you you're not going, you're not going to be something big. Now, did he mean that in a broad term and did he look at you and say, ah, you know, I, I don't see it. Um, I mean, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a spring chicken. You know, I didn't, I didn't get into the business at 18. I got in the business at the age of what was it? 34, 34. So I got in the business at 34 years old. Okay. So right off the bat, I was at an advantage going in. Right. 
never been very athletic when I was a kid. I did a lot of martial arts. That didn't, that definitely didn't, Dave did not appreciate that. I did a lot of martial arts. <laughs> okay. It's, um, he, he had a thing. He had a thing against uh, people, not necessarily against people that did martial arts, but we pick up bad habits. Such You've as. seen us train. Yeah. You've seen us train. You've seen us roll, right? Well, martial artists roll differently. An arm drag for me is not an arm drag. It's an arm toss. So he was a little worried that uh, he'd have problems breaking me in. Oh, okay. Which he now, did. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I can attest to that because I did judo for eight, nine years. So you understand. So I, I understand like the, 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 the bump and the bracing and stuff like that. Cause I don't know if it was Dave or who it was, but I know I got in the ring, like uh, the hickster taught me first. Like he's the one that brought me into the ring the first time and said, okay, this is how you bump. This is this, this is that. And for some reason, when I did it for Tim, it was fine. But then when I actually, tr- when other people would invite me in and like, okay, try this, try this, try this. I kept resorting back to my judo yep. and I would, and I would brace myself differently. And I don't think it was Dave, but whoever it was looked at me and just like, you've done martial arts. Yeah. You can tell. Well, it's, it's the thing, right? It's a, it's a habit to break. I mean, uh, for me, chin to chest protecting my neck was just natural, right? We do that in judo. You do that. So I did, uh, I don't know. A bunch of years of jiu-jitsu, taekwondo, different things. So doing jiu-jitsu, you learn taekwondo. You, you have to learn judo. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you have to learn how to land when somebody tosses you. Otherwise, you'll break something. That's just the way it is, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so I had some, uh, some, some bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> they served me well. Well, with me, like, I was never a martial arts person. Like, I didn't, uh, I didn't look to get into martial arts. But I wanted to get into amateur wrestling, and in Ottawa, there was no amateur wrestling clubs, or at least Mm. uh, I'm from Osgood, which is southeast. You know, there was no no clubs close by, but there was a judo club, so it's kind of you know, it's it's close in a way, or it's the closest they could find. So that's how I got into judo. Okay, so you go to Battleground Academy. I think when I come along, I come along a couple, two, three months before resurrection. So going into resurrection, you, okay, let's, let's see, just to, just to kind of, you know, timeline my brain, who is in your class at Battleground Academy? If I can remember, I can remember them all. (laughs) Well, okay. Are we talking Dino and Cheeky? Oh yeah. So Dino, Cheeky. um... Chaz Lovely. Chaz Lovely, Lovely Chaz, yeah. uh, Portia Perez. Portia Perez. Yeah. Uh, what about Virus? Was Virus before? Oh, yeah, the kid. Sorry. I referred to him as a kid. Yeah, Virus was there as well. What, but was Virus in your class or was he before you? I think he was in our class. Because I, I don't, when I came in, Virus was already bouncing around and jumping off shit. And... But he came in that way. Um, virus, okay. virus had it. Yeah. Virus had it. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he just, he's a natural, he, he's a natural, he was a natural. So yeah. for him it was, yeah. Well, he obviously came in without fear and. Oh God, no, that kid had no fear whatsoever. I yeah. don't even think today he's got fear, but. So this is the class we get to resurrection and hopefully I'm not stepping on, you know, bad nerves already, but Dino and Cheeky are part of now playing. Uh, Portia is refereeing a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Chaz is not involved. 
what your ring announcing. Correct. That was is, uh, that was at uh, Dave's request. That was at Dave's request. Correct. And did you, did you have a problem with that? No, not at all. For me, it was just starting my 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 career, right? As far as I was concerned, I was there for the I was there for the business. Okay. So it didn't matter what he had me do. Uh, in all honesty, my training was a bit split, and that's what people don't necessarily know or seem to have forgotten. Or it doesn't matter what the reason is. But I had uh, an endo an angio angioplasty. No, rhinoplasty. Rhinoplasty. Not angio. Okay, I, I have to, I have to ask. Who who's in the background here? This because I can hear a faint voice. <laughs> oh, once in a while you'll uh, you'll hear you might hear Sublime. Okay, now is that the young lady that you proposed to in Gatineau? Yes, that everybody's made fun of. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we'll get to her. So, but I'm 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 very yeah. happy to hear that the two of you are... also my valet for my first match. Yes. Okay, and yeah. I'm so I'm very happy that uh, that the two of you are still get together. Congratulations! But we'll get Thank to her you. soon. <laughs> All right, so okay, so you have a rhinoplasty, yeah. Oh, actually, so that kind of killed that kind of yeah. killed my my training, right? So I didn't. Um, so for me, I was a bit behind, just because not because I wanted to be behind everybody else. I didn't have a choice. Okay. It was it was health it was health matters and health reasons why I had to get you know a deviated septum fixed. Okay. So that kind of put me behind because I couldn't train. I still went to class, but I couldn't train. Yeah. So that's why I didn't. Uh, my my first match was later on. Oh, okay. And well, I had no problems with that. Okay. So well, and you know what? As I went through the the lineup there, like Portia, I think she was kind of thrown in as a referee, if I remember correctly. Um, the hunks weren't wrestling. I don't even I don't even think they got physical during the Sabu, uh, the Sabu segment. I don't think they got physical at all. Um, I had the tape. I'd have to I'd have to rewatch the. I, I just watched. Show? I just watched it just recently. Uh, I do a web series called Bootlegged, and we just okay. uh, we just did it recently. So, but I wasn't specifically looking to see if they got uh, physical. Um, but let's move on then to uh, New Year's bashing, which is Kingston, yeah. and Chaz was talking about how he had his debut. The yep. Hunks had their debut, mm-hmm. but you were again ring announcing. Okay, so what people don't know. Now, I think what you're going to say, I know, but go ahead. No, no, it's just, I'm not going to say I know. It's like what people don't, they don't know everything that happened that night. One thing I want to clear up, I was not drunk. I was so sober. I was just drinking water and I was sweating like crazy. So what happened is it was also my debut. Yes, but you weren't going to wrestle to a match. Now, nope. let, let me, no, but let me, uh, let me see if I, I'm, I'll go with I'll, the Reader's Digest version of what I remember was I ended up managing uh, Abyss that night. Abyss, yes. Yep. And yes. the plan was to... I was, I was going to go out and I was going to shit-talk Kingston. And then Jason was going to come down and confront me. Then Abyss was going to come down and attack Jason. And then were you supposed to step up to Abyss? Or were, were you just supposed to be collateral damage? Collateral damages. Like Everybody just, in that ring was taking a hit. Yes, except for me. That was except well, for yeah. me. I was supposed yeah. to bail because I, I remember you stayed in the ring or something. Yeah, uh, but Abyss never confronted you, and you never you confronted Abyss. And when I left, Dave was going like, you know, get out, get out, get out to me. And I said, and Abyss was right behind me, 
And I put two and two together and I said to Dave, he didn't take Mark out. And Dave kind of did his like little like, ah. Yeah. And if you if you look at that, that the following match is I think somebody had mentioned something about me being drunk and not knowing what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing because I had in my head only memorized up to that point. And if you watch it, me and Dave are kind of going back and forth and going, Dave's going eh, the next match. And I'm like, Hey Dave, what is the next match? <laughs> yes. You, you literally throw your hands up in the air. Just like, cause yeah. I think I was actually supposed to like take over for you. I, I don't, don't think, part. I don't think I was supposed to manage abyss. I think I was just supposed to come out, shit talk Kingston, then Jason, then abyss and abyss takes you out as collateral damage. And then I walk in and I'm like, well, if no one else is going to do this, then I'll do it. And I think that was the plan. And then Dave kind of called an audible and said, well, you, uh, uh, Johnny's out. Uh, you're going to manage. Or actually, no, it was then that uh, Abyss said, well, you might as well come out with me. And Dave ring announced for the rest of the show. Well, we split the, we split the chore to the best of our of my abilities. Yeah. Okay, but no, and I will I will attest to everybody. That's what the plan was. So you had no reason to know what the rest of the show was, um, because you that you were supposed to be taken out at that point, and you were not drunk, at least not oh, during I the show. Never. I I don't remember after the show. No, but no um, there was nothing about your intoxication was keeping you from doing it. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, the only, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The only time that I, and I, I'll be honest with everybody as well. And this is like just clearing the air. I would have never, a Dave would left, never leave anybody in the ring drunk. Well, mm -hmm. I hope not <laughs> Two, I would never personally being a professional end up being in the ring or anywhere around the ring drunk. If I was working, I wasn't drunk. If I wasn't working, then, Hey, I'm, I'm just a fan. So I'm going to enjoy myself and I'm going to have the alcohol beverage. So where do we go after New Year's bashing? Are we out of Lee's Avenue by then? Uh, is that right after that, that we moved out of Lee's? Thanks. Uh, there was Clockwork Orange in there. Uh, Clockwork Clock, came before Clockwork that. Clockwork Orange was before because Abyss yep. became champion at Clockwork Orange. Yep. So, yeah. So the, the six man with Raven and Team Canada uh, against Sin and them. That was at Lee's. That was before. Then we do Clockwork Orange, uh, which was paving the road. Uh, I think we're out of Lee's Avenue by then. By the time we go to Kingston. Yeah, yeah I think we're out of there and we're into the um, the uh, Italian uh, quarter uh, place. The Italian quarter place. The restaurant that we're talking about. The restaurant and the little uh, whatever it was on Preston, Preston Street. I thought Preston was before Lee's. Was it before Lee's? Oh, yeah. My bad. Oh, well, geez. That's right. Because then okay. I think we left Lee's, and did we not go to the skate park or the, yeah, the skateboard park? Yeah, which I never saw. I never got to that venue or to that, uh, to that building. And then I think we went to the last gym that was, quote, unquote, Battleground Academy. Correct. With the boxers. Yes. Um, okay. So... After New Year's bashing, we get to... Is your debut the big unit? Correct. Okay, so that's in Gatineau. That was in Gatineau. That was in Gatineau at the... Was it a, was it a Royal Canadian Legion? Yes, nothing to lose. Yes, it was not... Oh, that's right. It was nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. um, which, 
uh, is coming up on a on a bootleg. Maybe I should bring you onto that. So you, we go into okay. So we become the big unit. How do, how does we already kind of talked about the big unit. So this is this is uh, this is getting back at someone. The yeah. So unit? the whole the whole part of the whole big unit was to get back at a certain individual. By um, what? By saying that this person had a big dick, like. Well, whether he had one or he pretended to have one or, okay, so you had the cocky, you had the big dick, you had the swinging around. I'm not going to go into details. Okay. More than that. But it's, it's basically, it's a, it's a mockery. Yes. Okay. All right. So someone who thought that they had uh, a big unit. Well, was... it, does, it doesn't matter what they thought or didn't think. Oh, okay. Basically, is, it was a mockery of that person, that person. Okay. Whatever it is, man. It's none of my business. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm told this is what you're going to do. Yeah. And this is what, why you're going to do it. So we have a, a bodysuit, which is well padded in, <laughs> in, in the groinal area. Correct. Yeah. So who, who makes this costume? Uh, at the time, it was my ex. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, who made the suit? Yeah, it was my yeah, it was my ex. It was your uh, ex. That's okay. probably why it was silver and red. And why? it was okay. <laughs> I'll be honest. There was there was three different iterations of that suit before I, I, I said yes to the final product. And even okay. then it was like, yeah, not very flattering, but it'll work. Now, didn't your ex to just kind of back up again, did she make the conquistador outfit? No. No. Okay. The one that Justin or Virus wore at Resurrection. No. No? Okay. Uh, my mistake. I don't remember what she made when she didn't make, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so she makes the big unit costume. Yeah. Are you, you're not having any second thoughts about you putting on this bodysuit with this enlarged penis. It's not nope. an enlarged penis, but it's well padded. Whatever it is. Whatever, whatever, whatever it, it is. Whatever it was. Do, do you yeah. have second thoughts? Like, you're looking at this and like, oh, is this really how I want to do my, my debut? Yeah. No. There's no, no? second thought about it. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I, I've always been an ass clown. Okay, you're in there with uh, with Matt McGregor. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, what's it? What was his name? Yeah, back when Matt. Uh, yeah, McGregor. Yeah, it was McGregor. He had another in between name in between the two, the drunk or the, the Irishman, or I can't remember. Yeah, something like that. I'd, I'd have to go back and look at it. But okay, so how is uh, how is he receptive to? Because he was quite the character too. Yeah. So we. Uh, we had uh, we had talked about the whole thing. Uh, we threw a couple of surprises in there for Dave. Okay. The outcome was the outcome, and it, you know whatever. Okay. And, we had a couple surprises for Dave. And as I said, like he he was uh, a, a real character too. Sean McGregor. Sean McGregor, not Matt Sean McGregor. McGregor. Sean Matt. McGregor. Yeah. Uh, now I'm trying to think of his nickname. Now that we have Sean McGregor. Anyway, yeah, I, just... I think I, I still have, I have the video somewhere on YouTube. So, oh, okay, all right. So, you and Sean McGregor, how is it working with him? Like, period. Like, not not necessarily the 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 ha ha and the gaga, but what's how no, is no. it? How was working with him? Yeah, I'll I'll be honest with you. Um, so from the start, Battleground Academy uh, introduced me to Axel as a wrestler, or um, you the know, what I'm talking about right, the Hickster. Yeah, the Hickster. Tim, Jim, Jim, Bob. Tim, Jim, Jim, Bob. Wild Ace. Uh, who else was there? Colin Oliver. Yep, Colin Oliver Carners the third. Max Alexander. Max Alexander, Caster. Uh, Caster McFear. And there's a couple of other people there. I can't remember off the top of my head. But, you know, working with with Sean was the same thing as when I worked with, um, I can't remember his name now. He was the, the Omnishman. Oh. You know about the Omnishman. 
Oh, oh, oh. No, he was he was just before Jebediah. 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 Jebediah Munson or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't so think I ever work- met him. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No. So working with any of those guys is exactly the same. It's 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 amazing. Like if you don't if you're green and you're not that good at it, they will take you places. They're really good to work with. Like Sean was amazing during the whole match. Because well they they, they pretty much all came out. They're all Dave products. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So working, we work with Sean McGregor. Was there plans to continue Johnny Luscious or the big unit, or was it uh, okay? This is just a one and a done. We're gonna poke at this guy, and then we're gonna go somewhere else. Again, something people don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, let's let's. If I'm gonna clear the air, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be honest about it. Let's do uh, it. From my part, I thought it was not a one and done. I thought Johnny Luscious was there to continue. Okay. I was literally told after that show that it was, he was not family appropriate. Which he wasn't. You know what? I don't disagree with the gimmick itself. Yes. Like, is it? But the funny part, every time that I worked any other shows, I didn't work the show to work the show, but I, uh, a, uh, I, I more or less helped design the entrance, that big monster of an entrance. Okay. We set it up every every shows my ex had made all the all the paneling the black paneling that was on it that was okay. all her that made that so every show they had i was asked to come in and and, and set it up well it's good memories and it's bad memories all at the same time but every yeah. time i went to a show i always had kids coming up to me even if i wasn't in the ring i wasn't at the table i wasn't being you know asked to, to wrestle i'd have kids line up next to my chair for me to sign autographs so i mean when they tell me it's not family appropriate i was like Okay, fine. I guess yeah. it's a one and done. Uh, I was never asked to create another character or anything like that. Want to support this podcast? Follow it on the Twitter gimmick at Time to Fight Pod. Follow the host at Announcer Terry. I'm a ring announcer. I'm a damn good one. Visit our website www.itstimetofight.ca. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email us at timetofightpod at gmail.com. October 22nd to 24th, It's Time to Fight presents Wrestling with ALS 2021, a weekend full of wrestling podcasts from worldwide, a live wrestling show presented by Moonshine Branded Wrestling, stand-up comedy from members of the wrestling community, and much more. The whole thing will be live-streamed. The wrestling and comedy will be open to the public. And every dollar raised will benefit the ALS Society of Canada. Check out our website, www.itstimetofight.ca, for information, or email us at timetofightpod at gmail.com.